Good day everyone, this is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host Monty here, joined by my precious co-host, Ty. How are you, Ty? Hello, I'm good. How are you, Monty? <laughs> I'm, I, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's been raining for like a week and a half here. <laughs> and oh, yeah. It's been, uh, it snowed the other day here. Oh. Um, and I was like, stop. Stop, please. It snowed in the mid- Wait, it snowed at the- Misty! She has opinions about the snow in the middle of fucking May. She was into it. <laughs> Cute. But yeah, no, dude, snow in May? Oh, that's so worrying. I didn't like it, but it happened. Mm-mm. It's nice again now, though. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, here it's it's been getting more humid, which is no surprise, but it's it's getting really, really rainy, which I like rain. I like a day or two of rain. I'm like, you know what? This shit's nice. Everything's good. I like the way it, like it smells after like it rains for a while, but it's been a week and a half. It's going to be a week more. And I realized because Back in the States, I would sleep to rain. Like, Andrew actually taught me this. Andrew was like, you should listen to white noise and not to music when you're going to bed. Because if you listen to music, like, your brain is still on or something. And I was like, oh, period? Okay. And I just started listening to rain music to go to bed. And it works really well. I I liked it. But because my fucking brain is trained to sleep when it hears rain, now I hear it all the time. I'm sleepy all the time. (laughs) Like, yesterday, I was, like, at the library doing work, and I, like, feel myself fucking falling asleep because I'm next to the window listening to everything. I'm listening to the fucking outside. So, now I have to, like, untrain my brain to not fall asleep when it's raining, so I don't know what to listen to when I go to bed. I tried, uh, I tried campfire noises, but I would wake up in the middle of the night and, like, be really fucking scared because I think it's someone, like, opening my door. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) With, like, the fire crackles. And I tried listening to, like, white noise, but it's too too weird. It feels like a horror movie. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Uh, Too many, like, VHS-themed and, like, the ring and shit. There's been far too much. Right? So now I'm, like... static. Right, right. So now I'm, like, okay, I, I really just need to find something. I don't know what... But I'll find something, uh, because I can't do the rain anymore. Uh, but we'll see, we'll see. I, I will take any suggestions if anyone ever has anything. Yeah, other than <laughs> other than me not sleeping, we did play a really nice selection of games this past month, which is really great. Are you excited to talk about them? Of course I am. <laughs> this month we played a shared game called Old Man's Journey. Which we played from itch, actually, correct? It was in like one of the, yeah, it's the in bundles. The, in the bundy. Yeah, yeah. I think it was in the racial bundle. The racial justice bundle, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you can also get it on Nintendo Switch and the PS4 and Xbox One. Um, if itch isn't your thing. And iOS. Oh, and iOS? Let's go. Let's go. On fucking mobile? I didn't know that. And it was it was a whole bunch. It was a lot. It was really, really nice. Um, the developers for this game were Broken Rules. And it is a single player, like, 
I guess you could say just like a walking sim, but it's like a walking sim puzzle. And it's really nice. It's really cute. Uh, I get really teary-eyed at anything that means like reflecting back on life. And that's what this game was about. But yeah, I, I guess... I guess we start off with the fucking story. I guess we were an old man getting ready for like a trek. Yeah, I was going to say, the, the title does give you a lot, because you are, in fact, an old man who is going on a journey. He is going on a journey, and he's walking <laughs> a whole ton. Yeah, he's really doing some, putting in some cardio. <laughs> he's getting his steps in. He's getting his steps in. <laughs> if his Fitbit isn't hitting 10,000, he's, he's still walking. He's playing Pokemon Go the whole way. <laughs> he's catching his, his little pokies. But yeah, I guess uh, while he's still like going on his treks, there are puzzles that you have to solve in getting him to his next destination, which is really cool. You have to sort of like warp the setting around him. So you have to change the mountains, change the, I don't know, the boulders, change the like roofs of the housing to fit to where he can actually reach them. He like hops over. Because if they're too high enough, he can't get over, but you could like set it down to where you can get it low enough where he can reach over, which is really cool. And I like that. And the animation, like the, the, the style, looks really sweet. It looks really nice. It reminded me, I don't know if this makes any sense, but you know Sun Chips? Mm -hmm. If Sun Chips was a game... It would be that. Something about it looks like a sun chip bag. Like the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The like I could see like the color scheme, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What what were your what were your thoughts on, on what you played? I thought it was cute. It's definitely like a nice, like, chill game in the like a moment to moment, you know, where you're like rearranging the environment to do the puzzles. Mm-hmm. And then the more like impactful stuff kind of like eases in as you go you know which i enjoyed yeah it was really pretty i thought the same and i thought it was really nice that in between like each level i think in total there are like nine to twelve levels uh i think you can finish this game in like two hours uh three yeah if you're a little you keep thinking about it <laughs> like i did but in each uh level i think in between you have him sort of just sit at a bench and he reflects and he reflects back on his marriage. Uh, I think on his kids as well. And just like on his past life. And it's just really sweet. It's, it's really nice. And like, I don't think there's any talking in this game at all. So they do everything, all of like what point that they're trying to get through just like his memories, which is really, really sweet. Yeah, it's just a really nice little relaxing game. And again, if you like have the racial justice bundle, it's free. I think it's really nice to play. I know I wanted to play this like another month that we were supposed to have indie mixtape, but we decided on another game because it seemed a lot more cooler. And I wanted to get back to this one because again, the style of it just really called out to me. And I knew that it was short. So yeah, I'm happy we finally had time to play it. And again, like we said, it's free if you have the racial justice bundle on itch. If not, I think it's definitely worth it's It's a nice, sweet little game. I think it's good to play games that 
don't have to like emotionally change you. Uh, I think it's nice to have something easy on the brain for a bit. Because uh, I think every time I have to play a game and I have to cry, I think that's very unhealthy. <laughs> um, so it's it's really nice to be able to play this and just kind of be like, ah, that was really sweet. I liked it. And just be able to just drop it. Yeah, agreed. It's definitely just like a chill time. Alrighty, I, I guess I'll go first in sharing our uh, continued list of indies that we played this month. The first one... Uh, that I wanted to share was a language learning game uh, called So to Speak. And it is a Japanese language learning game that will be available on Steam right now. It has a demo, which you can check on their website, uh, so to speak game.com. And this one I came across on Twitter. I think someone. I think someone followed uh, the dev, and he he made like a, a just, he just made a fucking nice tweet about this fucking game. It was like a trailer, and I was like, you know what? It looks really good. <laughs> so uh, I went on the website and I played the demo, and it's really cool. Um, it teaches you Japanese words through its environment, and to learn another one you have to kind of put sentences together that might relate to the sentence of what you're trying to find. So let's say for like a convenience store, there's convenience store parking. Uh, you kind of have to put sentences together to kind of figure out like what convenience store parking might be. And yeah, it's just a really cool game. The environment's easy. This game really does teach you and kind of force you to have sort of that immersion aspect of language learning that a lot of people don't have because a lot of people can't just straight up just move to Japan. And speaking from experience with living in a different country and a language that, you know, I don't speak um, and I'm learning to, uh, immersion really, really does help with like learning a lot faster and learning, um, I wouldn't say necessarily better, but just being able to pick up on things a lot faster. So this game definitely does that, and it, and it gives that immersion aspect to people that won't be able to have it otherwise. I'm not sure when it's out, but you can wishlist it now on Steam. And again, you can play the demo yourself on their website called sotospeakgame.com. And yeah, if you want to learn some, some Japanese, that's your place to go. If that Duolingo is not doing it for you get a little immersion game. It's really, really fun. I, I, I really enjoyed it, and I hope... It comes out soon. Yeah, that sounds yeah, neat. Ty, how about you? Uh, so my first game is Citizen Sleeper from Jump Over the Age and Fellow Traveler. Um, and mm. it is a... It's kind of hard to describe. It's like a visual novel tabletop RPG hybrid kind of deal. Mm. Mm-hmm. And you play as a character called the Sleeper who basically is a synthetic person that was copied from someone who like sold then sold that copy to a company to be basically like an indentured servant to do like hard labor. Um, and so your character has just escaped from that company and landed on this space station. That's like also kind of a city. And so you're trying to like survive um, because 
it turns out that the company built into the synthetic bodies like planned obsolescence so if they don't get an injection of stabilizer every few days they the body like will die and so you're trying to you know survive and all of this and there's like three different classes of sleeper that you can choose from and each has their own like different strengths in the stats and whatnot um and so then the ttrpg-ness of it is like you have a set of dice and each like action you can put dice towards and like the higher the number on the dice the greater chance that you're going to succeed and pretty much every action fills up like different clocks around the world so like different stuff is pretty much always happening or like about to happen and yeah and you can kind of choose which like storylines you want to pursue and like what things are important to you in the world i like that that was very neat how how did you find this uh i saw somebody tweet about it nice Twitter, Twitter's good for more than just being being a little shady, and I love that. Oh. oh, that's so cool. Okay, awesome, awesome. Who is this made by? Uh, Jump Over the Age, and it was published by Fellow Traveler. Nice, awesome. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'll have to check it out. It sounds really neat. My second game for this month is... <laughs> I wanted to add this in because I thought it was really cute. Uh, context. I don't know, Ty, if you like played uh, like these computer games like back at school, like on like fucking, what are these websites? Like puffball games or just any like flash game website where you have to have two people on the computer. One person's like controlling the the WASD keys and the other person's like controlling the arrow keys. Have you ever done that? I don't think so. So, so that's the, that's, that's, that's kind of what I did when I was uh, younger at school. Like there'd be like flash games where they would do that. You needed two people to play the game uh, because online wasn't like an option because <laughs> the games couldn't handle that. And this game does that. It's it's really really cute. It's it's just a game jam game that they made, uh, which is super super impressive. They are under resting on itch, and they made this game for the Mind and Bites game jam, with the theme of being sports. And so they made Bunny Ball, which is two bunnies, which is uh, pink and blue. And they're playing soccer with each other. And that's what it does. You use the WASD keys and the arrow keys. And you have two people play the game on one computer together. Um, and it brought me back to that. I was really, really sweet. I wanted to find sort of like a flash game kind of thing. Uh, because I wanted to feel nostalgic. Because, you know, being here, I get really like a little... I'm, getting, I'm starting to get homesick. So I wanted to find something that felt sort of like familiar and yeah, you just think of it like Pong and you're just two little bunnies trying to get each other's score on their goals. And it's very cute. Uh, I think for a game jam game, the controls of it feel really nice and the motions of the bunnies just like jumping around feel really good too. And yeah, I just think it's a nice little neat game. It's really sweet and I wanted to share it. I thought it was really cute. And yeah, it brought me back to those like little sweet memories from elementary school. But yeah. What's your what's your what's your next game tie? 
my next game is called Space Warlord Organ Trading Simulator. And it was made by... Organ Trading? Yeah. Simulator. <laughs> uh, Continue. Uh, it's, it's from Strange Scaffold, which is like Xavier Nelson's game studio. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the title really does say it all. Uh, you are <laughs> uh, in like, it's like a sci-fi game and you mainly just like your main interface is the market of organs and you're like filling requests for organs and trying to buy you know the cheapest versions and sell them for a profit and like different things will happen where you'll get like different shipments based on stuff that's happening in the world and like different Mm -hmm. npcs will like send you messages and like there's all this like kind of underlying faction drama as you're like selling people organs um (laughs) <laughs> and it's it's fun. That's so funny. You said organ trading, and I was like, this is either the pianos or it's the body stuff. Ah! Oh, that's so funny. How did you find this? Um, Simulator. I, follow, uh, I mean, again, Twitter. I follow the dev on Twitter, and he was like, hey, it's out on Switch now. And I was like, hell yeah. That's so good. That's so, so good. How, um... I know it being a simulator, they usually feel, like, never-ending, but, like, how long did it take for you to kind of, like, get into it, if that makes any sense? Um, I think it gets you on board pretty quick. Um, It's, like, there's not, like, a ton of mechanics to remember. It is mostly just, like, buy the organs people want. Sell them. (laughs) Do requests. Read that weird message that guy sent you. Well, well, organs are the most popular, do you think? Um, it depends on the day. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's so good. Okay, cool. Awesome. Organ Simulator. Love it. Okay, yeah, and I guess uh, I'll share my last game that I have on my list here, which is Mini Motorways, which we got a code for. And I- I've talked about this game before. I've written about this game before. And I really like it. It is very, very sweet. And if you guys haven't played Mini Motorways before and you guys haven't heard of it, uh, it's a game by Dinosaur Polo Club. And you (laughs) basically you make like highways and transport systems for houses to get to work, basically. And I know that sounds a little boring, but... Something about, like, the little beeps and boops of this game just feel really, really good. And I don't know how much more I can put it. Um, you you make highways, you make streets, and you make, like, roundabouts now. Um, and it's, it's, it's really, really cool. So uh, they gave us a little... A little code because they're out on switch now which is really exciting um i've only ever played it on ios and i still have it on my phone and playing it on switch was very different (laughs) it felt really different just not being able to just like swipe my finger on my phone and kind of do everything but if you're like me who have played it on ios before it it does it doesn't take too long for you to kind of get into the motion of things it still does feel really weird i think maybe up when you're like maybe past two cities or played two cities after the tutorial. And after that, you're just kind of going through, you go through the cities that you want to. Each city has like its own 
I wouldn't say theme. It has its own little thing going on. So like Tokyo, like it's it just there's a lot of like working places there. In Brazil, like the Rio, like it's just a lot of people. Um, I think they have Manila for Philippines, and it's also just like a lot of housing, just a super a lot of housing. In Los Angeles, it's just like very like far away from um, the houses, so it's really cool. I I I love it on Switch. I think it's it makes a really good Switch game. Um, it feels good, and they also have like a colorblind option now, um, which I don't think they had when I was playing on the iOS version, um, which is really cool because. For me, being a person who isn't colorblind, I, I didn't think about that. Oh yeah, this game's like primarily just based on colors um, because you have red houses that go to red workplaces, blue houses that go to blue workplaces. And I think it's really cool that they added that option now. Like I said before, they have like roundabout add-ons for your transport systems, but I don't know how to utilize that the best yet. Um, so I'm, I'm learning how right now and it's been, it's been a struggle, but I'm doing okay. And yeah, I, I really like it on the Switch version. I thought it would feel too funny, but I really like it. It's, it's really neat. And now I can take it anywhere I want to without like killing the data on my phone, which is really nice. Hell yeah. 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 The, I love mini motorways. It's so sweet. I, I loved it back then. I still love it now. It's, it's really great. But yeah, yeah, we had a, another another solid mixtape for this month. We we only play bangers on this show. I guess, yeah, that wraps it up for this month's playlist here on Diddy Mixtape. Ty, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at Keeper. <laughs> and you can follow me at FriedBonty on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, NZ Mixtape is a product by Uppercut, where you can find on all social media under Uppercut Crit. If you'd like to chat with us and friends and make sure you join our Discord, the link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It helps out tons and we would appreciate it so much. We will see you next month. Bye. Bye.